today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. In a State of the Union speech, Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, mentioned having invincible missiles that could penetrate defenses in the United States. No, I didn't say North Korea. I said Russia. Uh, Where is this all coming from? And what does this mean with Russian and U.S. Uh, diplomacy moving forward. Let's bring in John Colarusso, PhD, professor of anthropology, linguistics, and languages, and an expert in conflicts, history, and the culture of Russia, McMaster University, and with us now. John, thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Well, I'm glad to be here. So, so I must admit, John, that uh, it seems odd we're having this discussion, I guess not considering the relationship that's developing between the United States and Russia now. But at one time, we were uh, de-escalating. Uh, the opposite seems to be happening now. How do we explain this? Well, I think this is electioneering on Putin's part that he has played to the uh, deep-seated and long-standing uh, fears and, and sense of vulnerability of, of Russian people. And uh, I think that this has grown with his tenure now, pushing 20 years, uh, so that it's become a major component of the relationship between Russia and any other nation on this earth. Have we not got past, let's just blow them up? I mean, as a society, both even with Russia, can I, you know, I understand they're, they're not living the same world that we are, but, but that being said, how, do Russians not understand where this is going? I think that the domestic imperatives for Putin, he's facing re-election on the 18th, and he seems to want a serious turnout, about 70% turnout, uh, I don't think there's any chance he's going to lose this election, but he wants to, to have uh, support. Uh, I, I think that this is overriding everything else, and I, I think that uh, their sense is that they will be treated with respect if they come swaggering onto the world stage, rattling their weapons. Um, and I think that when you hear talk like it's invincible, invulnerable, this sort of stuff, no one knows this yet. <laughs> and with any luck, we're not going to find out. Uh, and I think that this is pure, pure braggadocio, and it's for domestic consumption, but it has international impact that is highly adverse, really. And I believe at some point that uh, uh, this is not going to work well for Russia. In the end, this almost sounds like Kim Jong-un, you know, the way he's justifying uh, the lack of, 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 of a society that they have compared to the Western world. Uh, they're they're trying to sell that the only way out of this is to blow their way out of it. I mean, is that how he justifies the sanctions? Is that how he sells this? Well, very similar to Kim Jong-un uh, on a larger scale, perhaps. Uh, I think that you have to think of a biological analog. So, you know, if you don't want to be touched, you evolve something that looks dangerous, <laughs> like a hornet. Um, yeah. Uh, or a nasty furry spider or something like that. Uh, and so this is something like like the the, the strategy. The, in other words, when we have these fantastic weapons, you're going to treat us with respect. Uh, the trouble is that there's an arms race going on. India is doing this kind of research. China is a leader in certain dimensions of this. Uh, the U.S. has has for a number of years now had a one of these hypersonic warheads that can land anywhere on the planet Earth within an hour of launching. Mm. Uh, so, um, generally speaking, the, the nations doing this try to keep it quiet. Because that's the nature of a race. You don't want the adversary to know what you're, how far ahead you are or behind. Uh, and now he's blown it. And I can't imagine, really, that this is going to help uh, the average Russian in any tangible way at all. 
Uh, like those in North Korea, do Russians believe that the U.S. is out to remove them from the face of the planet? I think they fear interactions with any other nation. I think their history, they lack natural boundaries, allowed them to become a huge land empire, and that it also rendered them chronically vulnerable to, to raids from the steppes and so on. So they, they, their essential identity has a sense of vulnerability to it. And my dealings with Russians, I mean, one of the things they emphasized uh, very strongly was that intentions don't count. Capabilities are what we worry about. So as long as they see another nation that can, can in any way conceivably strike them, they consider that a threat, even if that nation has absolutely no plausible interest whatsoever in attacking Russia. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.